0: Good morning, welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoridea, Chilak Aleph, Hilchis Ribis, Halacha Hei, and we started the actual Halacha in the previous year. We're in the middle of paragraph Aleph, and we're up to the words, Ki Hashem Yisborach, Mashikiach Berachamov, Bechesed. Today is a very momentous, important day, the 25th of Tishrei, the yard site of the great Tzaddik, Reb Levi ben Sarasosha. Reb Levi Yitzchak b'raditchev, z'chorin le'v'racha, z'chus Yisrael. <coughs> Rabbeinu referred to him as the Pe'er Hador, the, the beauty of the generation. And uh, there's an incredible story regarding Reb Levi that's not so well known. That the the Zohar Kodesh speaks about this. That just like there's a Kohen Godel here on Earth who offers sacrifices in the Beit Hamikdash, especially on Yom Kippur, on the holiest day, there's a Kohen Godel in Heaven, the angel Michoel who offers sacrifices to Hashem over there. There's a tosfos at the end of Masechtam Anoches that refers to this, and The angel Michoel offers korbanos, the the neshomos of tzaddikim. He offers them as sacrifices, in a sense. And it's brought that every year there's a tzaddik who has to volunteer to be, in a sense, a korban for Klal Yisrael. And towards the end of his life, Rabbi Nazal volunteered for that position. And then he decided he had a change of heart. He decided to cancel. And you can't cancel unless you have a substitute. And Rabblevi Yitzchok took his place. Rabblevi Yitzchok Bardichev, Zechetzadech Vekodesh Lavrocha, who passed away on the 25th of Tishrei, the year before Rabbeinazel. And Rabbeinazel passed away the following year on the 18th of Tishrei. So we dedicate the learning and Nishmosoi. And also Lili Nishmas, Yerachmiel Daniel, Ben Gedalia, Rosa, Basi, And for a complete refu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana, Rus, Alexandra, Esther, Chaya, Bas, Luna, Patrisa, Mazal, Batzahava, Zahava, Edith, Bas, Nisim, Ben Rivka, Shloy, Nisim, Ben Mazal, Avram Dovid, Ben Chana, Hindachasa, Bas Yehuda, Ben Soramiya, Chaim ben Rachel, Jonas ben Hilda, Shiradvoira bas Miriam, Avigail Brocha bas Shiradvoira, Soreleah bas Chavaliba, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Nosn Yehuda ben Tali, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Eitanyol ben Edna, Tuv ben Chaya Liza, Chaim ben Brocha, Yehudes Ruchoma bas Chavarus, David ben Bahia Besuch shar and we dedicate the shir also in honor of the bar mitzvah of David Asulin, the grandson of David Asulin, David ben Nachman ben David, which is taking place this morning. We're going to have a shorter shir today because I'll be going to the Kodesh Mitzvah Shem, hopefully again as a shliach for all of us for tefillah there we should be blessed to all be blessed with Simchas and Yeshuas and Besuras Tovas. What we're going to be learning today is extremely, extremely important. Let's pick up from where we left off in the previous year. Ki Hashem Mashgiach, Berachamov, Umaneg, Oilamoy, Bechesed. Hashem supervises everything with His great kindness and controls everything in the world with kindness. And Hashem changes the times, the seasons, day and night, winter, summer, as we spoke about earlier. And this is what defines everything going on in the world, all the different things going on in the world in a positive or has in a negative way. and each and every individual person experiences what we experience based on the direct supervision of Hashem, and this also affects the different opinions. That people have, how people think differently from each other, kifitivoi vesharoshoi, based on each and every person's individual nature, and based on each and every person's roots, ukefi mashoeyveralov, and based on what each and every single person is experiencing throughout their life. Vohiker, one of the most important things for us to realize is is this concept of free choice that we have and now Rav Zal defines how am I supposed to deal with that exactly a person has to focus their, their mind every day every moment based on what the person is going through To really believe that everything that I'm going through, everything going on with me, is for my benefit. Because everything that every one of us experiences throughout the day is all messages and hints from Hashem, wanting us to really come close to Hashem and to return to Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal discusses this in the beginning of chapter 54 in Likud And a person who really focuses their attention on Hashem. That it's all about Hashem. Life is all about Hashem. My life And everything that I do or don't do, everything that I think or don't think, my interaction with people, my business, my learning, it's all about Hashem. And with everything that the person, that each and every one of us goes through, we use it to attach ourselves and bring ourselves closer to Hashem whether we're experiencing good things, things that we perceive as being good, or whether we're experiencing things that we perceive as being not good, as David Amelach says in Tehillim, halel I praise Hashem when I'm when I'm relating to Hashem's name Yud Vavke, which is Hashem's name of kindness, and I praise Hashem when I see the other side of Hashem, when I see the Elokim, the judgment, the Midas Adin, and as the Pesach also says in Tehillim chapter 71, I always yearn to Hashem. I always focus on Hashem, yearn to Hashem, pray to Hashem. A person who does this, vatel Sitrahra, that person eliminates completely <clears throat> any attachment to the Yeitsuhara or to the Sitrahra, the other side, shenechas Bahinnuim, which as we learned earlier, the Yeitsahara, the Sitrahra can only have power when there's diversity, when there's more than one, when a person has multiple interests. But if my interest is only Hashem, if, if my focus, my attention, and my interest only on Hashem, then we don't have that problem. We don't have that diversity that the Sahara latches onto and tries to get us to make the wrong choices, the wrong decisions. Because a person who's following this path is taking all of the different things in their life, Morning, evening, hot, cold, a bar mitzvah, a funeral, taking everything and connecting it to Hashem. And by Hashem, there's only one. There's only oneness. Now listen to these next words. And if all people would behave in this manner, would live like this, to bring everything to one, to Hashem. Then everyone would be in a state of unity, peace, and love. All of us would love each other and be at peace with each other and, and be one with each other. And the entire world would achieve perfection, the highest degree of perfection. Because this is more important than everything. This unity, this oneness, this peace among us, among the Jewish people, for starters especially, and then world peace. K'may has as the Pasuk says, love your fellow people, Man, like you love yourself, Omar Rabbi Ze ba Torah. And Rabbi Akiva, one of the greatest rabbis in the Gemara, said this is a major important rule in Torah. Kibermes, because the truth is, even though every single one of us thinks differently and we have different opinions about things. As the Gemara points out in Bruchus, page 58, despite that, every single one of us is required to love our fellow Jew as much as we love ourselves, even though he thinks differently or she thinks differently or she dresses differently or acts differently. And we need to understand and realize that really it's all one. We are all one. As Rabbi Nazar discusses this in the second half of Likut Imran, in chapter 4, I'm sorry, in chapter 2, all the different diverse things in existence are all really one. They all come from Hashem Echod. And Hashem created every individual person thinking differently from each other. He created us so that we don't think exactly alike. Daitoi. And Hashem wanted each and every one of us who thinks differently from each other to still be able to unite with love with our fellow Jews. And not to allow ourselves to be jealous of each other or to hate each other or to get into any fights with each other. Chas because we think differently, because we have different opinions. but rather to love each other yachad, and to fulfill the Torah and all of its mitzvahs together, to daven with a minion, to join together the different opinions, the different people, kulam and all join together as one. This is very precious to Hashem. When all of these different people and all different types of creations join together, blend together, and, and become part of the ultimate oneness, which is Hashem himself. As Rabbi Nezal explains this, as in the second half of Likute Imran, chapter two, Ayn Take a look over there. However, unfortunately, because there is such diversity in this world, because people are so different from each other, this is what gives the Yitzchahara the ability. To, to have a hold, where unfort, unfortunately to the point where the Sahara convinces people and seduces people to do all kinds of bad things and wrong things. The Ikar Hashalosoy and when did the Sahara begin his career? Kisheniv Chava, when Chava was created. And there was no longer one human being, now there were two people. Because of the fact that Chava came into existence during a deep sleep that was imposed on Adam Arish. Note this is all Parsha Sashavua. A few days ago we celebrated Simchas Torah. Today is Thursday, this Shabbos. We're going to be reading Bereshis. We're going to be reading this story. And Hashem gave us the privilege of having the Likuti HaLachis on this story. She was created, mitardema, during a deep sleep, mehistalkus hadas, which means a time when the the, the, the the intellect closes down, shuts down. When a person goes to sleep, their intellect shuts down. and And... The Koya medama takes over. Imagination, fantasy, dream world takes over. Sheshom iker achizas hazman kanal. And as we mentioned earlier, when they sleep, when a person's sleeping, that's when time is most prominent. Meaning, a person could actually be sleeping five minutes or ten minutes, and it could feel like ten years. They could have a dream that makes them feel as if they experienced ten years of their life kol Hashinuyim. and it's from this concept of time that all the diversity and all the differences take place. Al koyach and that's what gave the snake the ability. That's what made Chava vulnerable to to the seduction of the of the snake. of shehesis oiser. And the moment the snake succeeded in convincing Chava, Using Chava, the snake had the ability to go ahead and convince and seduce Odom Gavoyamoid, Even though the Torah tells us that Odom was on an incredible high spiritual level. And the snake couldn't possibly convince Odom directly, to go against the command of Hashem, to eat from the Yitzhadas, however, using Chava, the snake was able, the Satan was able to convince Odom to sin. Now remember, the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that the Nochosh and the Soton are one. The word Nochosh is Bigimatria Soton. The word Nochosh with the koilel is bigimatriya Sotan. V'chein bechol doyer va'do'r And the same thing is true in every generation. Ki achakach, kishayotsu kol hadoyro ismechava Because years later, when all these subsequent generations came forth from Chava, the the more people that inhabited the world, Beyoser the more the Yetsahara has the ability to get people to sin afilu even people who are on a very high level spiritually and the most powerful tool that the ateh sahara can use to get a person to sin is aliyda bin adam is the ateh sahara using another person adam she the ateh cloaks himself he attaches himself to people who are not that perfect they're not tzaddikim. they're not super holy and they're not so strong to stand up to the Yitzhara. U'machtiyom, And the Sahara gets those people to sin. And then the Sahara can use those people who he got convinced to sin, he can use them against the, the tzaddikim, against greater people, and to get them to sin. As Rabbi Nezal says this in Sichoy Saran, in Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, paragraph 81. The people are major, major obstacles. We just recently had the trip to Uman for Rosh Hashanah under unique circumstances. ...a war between Russia and Ukraine. And the whole world is watching this war... ...the entire world just about is being affected by these wars... ...even though these are just two countries. What's the big deal? It's a very big deal... ...because these two countries affect the economy of the whole world... ...affect the the defense, the war machines of the whole world. The whole world is watching and being affected... ...by what's going on in these two countries... And the entire Jewish world was watching, what are the Breslov is going to do now? Are they going to go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah or not? And most of the people that I heard that went or didn't go, it was usually people who convinced them to go or not to go. My wife pushed me out of the house. She said, you're going. My wife said, you can't go. Or my friend convinced me to go. All kinds of things where people made a major role either in being the obstacle that blocked very, very strong people, businessmen, all kinds of people who control hundreds of other people. I remember my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, used to say that there are tzaddikim, great tzaddikim, whom all the angels in heaven tremble for them when they just hear the name of this tzaddik, these angels tremble, these angels that are larger than the entire world and more powerful than anything you could imagine. But when this tzaddik's wife says, Chaimka, come here right now! Chaimka comes running in terror. And he said this sarcastically, jokingly, that, that sometimes, again, sometimes, there are women, the Arizal said during his time, during the 1500s, that the women of his generation, and I believe he was referring to subsequent generations also from his time till the coming of Moshech, many of them are reincarnations of the notion Tzidkoneos during the time of Yetzias Mitzrayim. And just as the women at that time made and played a major important role in saving Claudius Royal during the time that they were in Mitzrayim and helping us get out of Mitzrayim, the Arizal said that these Noshim Tzidkanias are playing and will play a major, major role in the final Gula. So again, there are many husbands and, and, and people that are privileged to have wives or mothers who encourage them to do the right thing. And at the same time, we see... That, that a person, a human being, can be a major, major mania. The Omar and Rabbein Azal said mm-hmm. that a human being is more capable of getting another person to commit a sin, to do something wrong, than the actual angel, the Yetzihorah. Ayin Shum, take a look over there and see Chasaran, paragraph 81. and therefore, kol Koya One of the most powerful things that empowers the Yetzohorah is when there's machloikas, when there's conflict, disagreement. as Rabbi Nizal speaks about this in chapter 62 in Kutimran. And as we find, the Gemara in Yuma, page 9, speaks very, very powerfully genus how terrible it is when Jews are against each other. Chas That's what caused the second Beis Hamikdash to be destroyed. And we're still in exile now, over 2,000 years later. Because of this machloikis, because of this conflict, And the Jewish nation has not yet returned to Eretz Yisroel fully as a result of this machloikis that took place over 2,000 years ago. Now remember, we have an incredible example of this when the Torah speaks about one of the most outstanding events in the history of the Jewish people. During the time that we were in the Midbar, in the desert, and the Jews had Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest leader of all time, and he succeeded in taking the Jews out of Mitzrayim, getting us across the Red Sea, receiving the Torah on Har Sinai. That generation was called the Doer Dea. The, the highest intellectual generation, because they, their Rebbe was Moshe Rabbeinu, they were on the highest level imaginable spiritually. And the Torah tells us there was an individual who was very wealthy and very bright, called Koirach, who became jealous, envious of his nephew. A oh, whole The story that his, his, uh, his, his nephew was appointed as the Nasi of the Shevet, and Koirach thought he should be the nasi, And as a result of this envy, this drove him to actually go up against Moshe Rabbeinu, to start a war, a mutiny against Moshe Rabbeinu. And he had Dosan Vaviram with him, <clears throat> who were already well-trained Balei Machlekes. Even in Egypt, they were the ones who riled up the people and throughout the whole trip in the desert, always riling up the people against Hashem, against Moshe Rabbeinu. Dosan Vaviram joins him. And in addition, 250 Roshé Sanhedrin, 250 leading rabbis join join Koirach against Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron HaKoyin. How is this possible? It's possible. It, It happened. And the Torah tells us, now you want to know behind every successful or extremely unsuccessful man... very often you'll find a woman. And the Torah tells us about the difference between Korach's wife and Oyn Ben Pelas' wife. The Torah tells us that Korach's wife incited him. She told him, look at this. Look what Moshe Rabbeinu did to you. He pushed you aside from this position and he made you shave your head and your body, all the hair off your body. She incited him to go against Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Torah tells us that Oin Ben Peles, who was originally part of Koyrach's camp, he had sworn allegiance to Koyrach. and then when they came to call him for a meeting, and he was ready to go, his wife says to him, "Where are you going?" He says, "I'm I'm going. I'm going." He says, "I'm I'm going. I'm going to the meeting." She says, "What are you going for? You're crazy." you're not going to be any better off with Kairach than you are with Moshe Rabbeinu. He's not going to do anything for you. This is all about him. He said, what can I do? I swore allegiance. She said, watch me. And she uncovered her hair and stood by the doorway. And the moment Kairach's people saw her, they, they turned away and walked away. And she saved her husband's life, literally. And Oint Ben Peles is registered as one of those who ended up succeeding and siding with Moshe Rabbeinu. And again, a human being has this incredible influence, this incredible power.